Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. You are listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair with Fandom Fair, a deep dive media show with your host, Sam. And Mitch. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the same four shows we always talk about. Well, rather, we're going more into manga for this one. We're talking about My Hero, but not anything My Hero. Um, I've had this idea for a while for doing like a case study thing where we look into specific characters. Like, that's the whole show is just one character. Today, with the recent development of a backstory, we're talking about Hawks from My Hero. Hawks, who is one of my favorite characters in My Hero Academia. He's, I don't, I don't get it. But you okay, don't get it. It's it's not because he's hot. I just think he's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't get why people think he's hot. I, I don't care that he is conventionally att- conventionally attract con- conventional con- conventionally attractive. Yeah, did I say it right the first time? I'm not sure, but I don't care that he's hot. I just, I think he's an interesting man. And we found out the intricate, not the intricate details, but some details about his childhood before he became the number two hero that we all know and perhaps love. He's okay. He's okay. <laughs> like, we, uh, he's, yeah, he's doing, he's doing something. <laughs> so, um, about Hawks, we've known his first name for like a hot minute. We found it out from the like ult- a year. Yeah, we found it from the ultra analysis book, but it's just confirmed in the manga. It was finally said in the manga. Keigo Keigo Ta- Takami, his life was a lot. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna refer to him as Hawk since he's essentially abandoned the name Keigo Ta- Takami. Uh, so uh, Hawks was born to Tomie, whose maiden name we don't know, and then the infamous. Thief Takami, whose first name we don't know, though maybe he wasn't as infamous as we all thought. Hawks' dad was a criminal, is a criminal, plain and simple. His mother harbored his father after Takami committed a murder over pretty much just pocket change. And thus, Hawks was born, and neither neither of his parents wanted him. Uh, So Hawks was never allowed to leave his home. Forced to stay in combined in what can only be described as a rundown shack, where garbage, broken shards, and bottles of alcohol were like strewn about everywhere. His father was mentally and physically abusive, as emotionally as well. His mother was dependent upon his father. Hawks himself says that quote she didn't have the wherewithal to survive in society. Uh, Hawks was jeez yeah. Uh, Hawks was forced to stay home so that he wouldn't rat out his father. At least that was Takami's reasoning. Um, Hawks had left their home at one point and then went... Well, this is something we see in the manga. He had left it at some point because he had, like, felt something in his feathers. You know, I guess that's a, a bird thing. Um, and when he comes back, he was subjected to abuse by his father. And his mother didn't care. She was only focusing on that their television had stopped working. So... Uh, you could say that Hawks was blessed with his quirk for swings. His mother has some sort of surveillance quirk centering around two disembodied eyeballs that sort of float around her, which I think could key into how he can just um, control each of his feathers individually. 
but we don't know what his dad's quirk was. Somehow, Fierce Wings came from either a combination of their two two quirks or a quirk that was buried in one of their bloodlines. So, after Takumi's father was arrested, which um, I'll talk about that in a bit, um, Tomei uh, took Cox and they left her home out of fear of the police arresting her for harboring a criminal, understandably. Um... Hawks wanted to go to the police, but all Tomei was worried about was money. Uh, Tomei obviously had a negative opinion of her son, asking him why he was born, why he has his wings, uh, among things. Uh, luckily for them, Hawks is noticed by the Hero Public Safety Commission, or the HPSC, as I'll just keep referring to them to, referring as them, because that's so long. <laughs> After Hawks saved several lives from a high-speed car accident, which I believe was 130 kilometers per hour, which is pretty fast, um, the two were offered support, and that included erasing their connection to the Takumi name and starting over. I think in the manga they say support for their entire family, and then Tomei is like, what entire family? Do you see anyone else? And she's not wrong. It's literally just it's us. It's just them, because Takumi's in jail. And then we don't see any other parts of Hawks' family, and I doubt they'll become um, relevant in the future. So Hawks was separated from his mother, and he began his training to become a pro hero under uh, the HPSC's guidance. This was presumably Final Hawks, as he had developed a love for heroes at a young age, especially Endeavor. Uh, Before his father was arrested, here we go, Hawks had seen heroes as fantasy figures, unreal. Because he had, he'd never seen one before, and, um, but after hearing about Endeavor himself, who Hawks had a doll, toy doll of, because, I didn't mention, um, because his mother had taken him out of the house one day, because he wouldn't stop, he wouldn't stop bothering her about leaving. It makes sense, because the kid was, um, stuck in there constantly, uh, and then, uh, the Endeavor dolls were, like, 500 yen, which is, like, 50 cents. I think, if I'm if I'm remembering uh, yen to American dollars <laughs> or five dollars, and well, all my dolls were like way more expensive. So even there, there's like this slight thing of uh, Endeavor's not that popular, despite him being the number two, and despite this, like Hawks held on to this doll and developed this um, love for heroes, like especially Endeavor. Um, so after hearing that Endeavor himself who Hawks had the toy doll of, had arrested his father. He realized that heroes were real. They were people, and they were out there. And they had taken away the one person, one of the people who had essentially done so many bad things to Hawks. So, and then after the HPSC takes Hawks in, he goes undergoes several years of hard training from a young age, presumably around the age he had first gotten his um, quirk, so assumably from somewhere around age four to six. I think that's about the age, but usually age four is when people get their quirks. So, so he was also taught interpersonal skills because he asked, had to master deception and the like, since which would will be useful later. He was also made to abandon his real name, which is why I'm just per- referring to him as Hawks. So, Hawks. Why was he made? Because I guess to admit. he was well. First off, they're getting rid of the name Takumi because they were uh, separating Tomei and Hawks Keiko from the Takumi yeah. name. 
and then I guess they were essentially trying they are tr- they were trying to mold him into the perfect hero because he has uh-huh. this amazing quirk oh some endeavor type um uh, yeah yep, yep the hero commission wasn't as it's obviously it's not as shiny as none of the hero society is as shiny as it appears to be on the outside so obviously Hawks Hawks essentially becomes like a secret agent like he has a code name he doesn't get to be Kago anymore he's just Hawks which is why I'm just referring to him as Hawks so at age 18 Hawks starts his own agency which is insane because to put that into perspective that's the same age as Mirio Togata who is a third year at UA and has not even graduated at this point in the manga because at the manga we're like in January so not yet April Hawks managed to get into the top 10 ranks before the age of 20. Again, before Mirio, the, again, still this, this is the same year he started his agency. So, again, same age as Mirio, who hasn't even started, really started his pro hero career. Um, or Netere, or Tamaki, or literally anyone in the age of 18. <laughs> for, uh, so. Four years later, he's at the number three spot, so he's at where we know Best Genius to be at the moment. He, uh, it's All Might, Endeavor, then him, and then Best Genius, assumably. And then we don't know who was in the number five spot before Maruko took it, but whatever. Uh, and when we meet him, he's at number two due to All Might retiring from Kamino, uh, due to Kamino, which we first meet, before we meet Hawks post Kamino. He was asked to become a double agent and to infiltrate the League of Villains. He had actually not been at Kamino, which was perfect for the for um, for the uh, commission, because the um, because the League doesn't know where Hawks is, um, you know his loyalty. Allegiances lie. Yeah, despite despite besides being a hero, so it's kind of perfect. Hawks had no choice and couldn't refuse the order because. He's essentially tied to the commission. They give him everything. He's dependent on them like his mother was dependent on his father. Uh, despite the fact that, um, you know, becoming a double agent uh, for uh, the commission against the League of Villains put him in extreme danger, as we see over the course of everything in the series. <laughs> uh, so... Quote, Kago agrees to corrupt himself and take on the job as long as it puts everyone else at ease. Because that's his whole thing. He, um, his goal as a hero is to make a world where no one has to work, no one has to worry. Which is sort of indicative of how he... Uh, well, actually, I'll mention that later. But, um, so Hawks... Socialist Hawks. Socialist Hawks. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Comrade Hawks. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, um, Hawks mainly communicates with Dobby, now known as Toya, Toya Todoroki, though he didn't know that at the time. No one knew that at the time. I, everyone knew it at the time. Okay, we knew that, but no one in the manga knew it at the time. <laughs> no one in the manga knew it. It's just that Horikoshi is sometimes not a great writer. <laughs> it's some, no, I mean, honestly, no. The fact that we picked it up along the way, and he didn't just throw it through a loop to just, like, say okay, he's not, yeah, that's like, good. But that that still annoys me with the, the where he, like, reveals himself to be Toyo. Mm-hmm. And then he blacked it out, mm-hmm. like... I'm like, that's so obvious. Yeah. That scene could have be, been written so much better. 
Because I'm like, okay, now you just confirmed the suspicion. Yeah. Just just do it at that point. Yeah. So, okay, so... Pretty much, Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. I'll no. So I'll just... So Hawks is just communicating with Toya. And to try and t- infiltrate the, the league, he's trying to get in there and talk, uh, talk to whoever's in charge. So there's the incident in Kyushu, which you saw at the end of season five, and it's... Okay, so from here on out... I mean, though I just spoiled the manga, like, a few minutes ago. From here on out, it's pretty much season... And season five spoilers and on. Because presumably, hopefully, they will go back to where we ended off. Because if they don't, I'm gonna be so upset. Because you can't just leave it at... Because we've only seen trailers of the kids starting out their training stuff. We haven't seen anything about... I get that is just keeping the mystery of what's gonna happen soon. But still... Uh, so yeah, there's an incident in Kyushu with the high end, which we see Dobby, um, we will see Dobby, uh, there soon, uh, cause he is the one who was controlling the high end, essentially. And that leads to Hawks not being yet allowed to meet the boss of the league, presumably Dobby is referring to Shigaraki rather than All for One, cause Dobby, I doubt, has any, uh, loyalty to All for One. <laughs> I doubt it. I really do. I, Yeah. Uh, what allows Hawks to be allowed into the league's ranks is the supposed murder of number three hero, Best Venus. As we find out later on, as in as in just the last arc we had, Paranormal Liberation War, uh, Genus isn't dead. Rather, he was put into a sort of coma, so he would be perceived as dead, and Hawks would be trusted. I was like, yo, yeah, was like, he's not dead, my favorite hero. Yes, Best Venus is one of my favorites, too. Um, he's made of jeans. He is... I saw this, okay, just an offshoot. I saw this TikTok earlier that the implications of best genius existing implies that there's a worst genius. <laughs> and what is it? What did they say? That, um, what the person on TikTok said that the worst genius is just a man in a gene thong who has no powers. Oh no, <laughs> I hate. I don't know. It's... I hate thinking about gene thongs. <laughs> think that's funny anyway um so back to the point of this hawks so so since hawks killed quotation marks best venus then he would be trusted by the league he he literally brings uh genus comatose body to dobby and they like keep him they keep him somewhere i don't know where they keep him but they keep him somewhere uh where there's air so genus can still breathe (laughs) Uh, so Hawks is allowed into the leaf ranks, and by extension, the Meta Liberation Army. Le- Meta Liberation Army, kinda. They don't trust him. Neither does the league, really. Well, mostly Dobby. Uh, so the two parties from- form the Paranormal Liberation Front, and Hawks has the realization that he is quote too late and wishes the league had been dealt with sooner for the sake of the innocent civilians who, who were killed in the recent battle. The recent battle being the Deka City incident where the League attacked the MLA to sort of be like, hey, we're here. We're stronger than you. I am, uh, in fact, skipping over Heroes Rising as it has no real effect on the main plot. I'm also not a fan of it. So, so, so not good. It's, all, it's like Hawks. It felt like Hawks was just put in there. There was no reason for him to, to be in hype there. Him up, which didn't the, need to happen. For the anime. It didn't need to happen, because I was already very excited about Hawks being in the anime. He's a cool character, in my opinion. And, he'd, and like, pretty much 
I guess it's sort of... It, there's nothing there. It's just him running around, gathering the background He's there in the very beginning, and he's there in the end. Yeah. It's just him running around, gathering the background information that we need about, like, um... The, the two kids' dad. That's it. Mm-hmm. Which they could have just gone some other way, but whatever. So... We find out that Hawks has devices, listening devices, attached to his wings, I guess also probably tracking devices, uh, by the PLF to monitor him uh, and other heroes' activities. Uh, Hawks, at this time, is investigating the Nomu manufacturing location that we later find out that the League's resident doctor, Kiyodai Garaki, a.k.a. Damara Ukicho, is using... I completely forgot the doctor's name when I was. I was like, "What is this dude's name?" I just. You said it so many times on this show. I know. We've mentioned, we've mentioned Ukijo and like the the problem that people had with him. Yeah, with the name. It was. It was just so so long ago. I completely forgot. I've just. I've been referring to him in my head as the doctor because like. Whatever. Since Hawks has listening devices attached to his wings, he can't just tell Endeavor what's happening when he meets up with him after they fight some villain guy. Because it's the internship arc, uh, so that means the Midoriya, Bakugo, and Todoroki are with Endeavor. And they fought some villain dude. Uh, so he instead uh, uses contra- uh, contradicting statements about the MLA and the autobiography of his former le- leader, Detriment to cite Clue Endeavor in, which works, if I'm remembering it right. <laughs> um, pretty much what Hawks does, he highlight he says certain words, and then he highlights certain passages in the book that he gives Endeavor. Yeah, remember that. Yeah. It, it works, I guess. Endeavor has some brain cells. Uh, so. Nil. Sorry, Dil. <laughs> no. He's so... I, I remember this one TikTok that I lost my, my mind over mm-hmm. where it's like <laughs> these two girls looking over an Endeavor fan art and they're like, where's the dad bod? Where's the dad bod? <laughs> he has a dad bod and that's okay. He does. He has a dad bod, that's okay. Listen, I, I hate him. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> not a fan of Endeavor, but I do love some Endead Pogs just because <laughs> I love pink. <laughs> Twink bear dynamic. God. Okay. I don't know. I, I spent money on a stupid <laughs> in Devhawks print at Anime NYC. Is it on your wall? Uh, 2019. No, it's um, it's in my dresser um. at home. Like I have like this like oh, like this dresser that opens up at home. So it like I put all my My Hero prints in there just because it was taking up way too much space on my wall. Ah, uh, right. And I want like my room just looks so messy with all like this different colored things in my very monochromatic room. So I put up my uh, my manga wall. Right, right. Which I'm sure is popping up now because of it's right above my vent. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so during the parano- paranormal liberation war arc, Hawks organizes a hospital raid, which is where. It's, it's, it's to discover the Nomu manufacturing lab that Garaki is using. Uh, so Hawks ris- essentially risks his status as a double agent here, and eventually does reveal his status to Twice, whom he fights and eventually kills. By far, like, this arc gave, like, the saddest deaths in the entire series, I think. 
uh, twice in midnight, which, what, rude. Completely rude of Horikoshi. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Dobby, so Dobby entered the fray before Hawks could try to first kill twice. Uh, Dobby reveals he never trusted Hawks at all, which, of course he didn't. Uh, and that he knows Hawks' real name, which will, I'll- Take that hot wing shipper. Take that hot wing shipper. <laughs> um, I don't know, I'm, t- I'm too much of a sugar Dobby shipper to, t- to, I know. to ship hot wings. I know. So, so he knows Hawks' real name. The one he abandoned so long ago, not really abandoned, was made to abandon so long ago. So Hawks and Dobby fight, you know, manga- anime action and then this leads to hawks killing twice though he does so reluctantly he had considered twice to be a good friend and was even reluctant to fight him in the first place so after twice's death dobby is enraged but mostly he's upset because twice was part of his plan or something and hawks asks who dobby is dobby tells him toya todoroki and when Dobby's prepared to kill Hawks, Tokoyami, who interned under Hawks during the Stan arc, and I guess also the internship arc that we just passed, and then, yeah, the internship arc we just passed, and whatever the overhaul arc technically was, because that was also an internship arc. Um, and he, uh, Tokoyami saves him. Due to Dobby's flames, Hawks' back is badly burnt, and his wings are nearly gone, though I'm pretty sure he's getting them back. It would kind of suck if Hawks just didn't have his wings anymore. Guess we're, we're taking away more quirks. Yeah, come on. Uh, we just got back Mirios. <laughs> Take away Hawks's. Uh, while escaping, Hawks falls unconscious. And so the next time we see Hawks, which was chapter 299, uh, we uh, see him. He is with Best Genist, who is obviously alive. Um, and Best Genius is literally just driving Hawks home. Uh, so when they arrive, they find out that Hawks' mother was forced to tell men that Dobby sent about, uh, that men that Dobby sent about Hawks' backstory and his tragic, whatever. Uh, despite the fact that, uh, his mother had fled, Hawks feels a sort of relief. Uh, he had already severed ties with his mother. The safety commission has been t- shut down. There's no one to take orders from anywhere. He says, quote, I'm free from uh, shackles or something. He's free from the shackles of the safety commission. Something along those lines. From there, Hawks decides to help Endeavor by telling the public everything about his past in an effort to salvage Endeavor's reputation. Before you talk, I saw the leaks for chapter 302 this morning. So pretty much uh, what it goes on and more about Toya and stuff, what happened. And then Hawks and Best Genius are just hanging out outside the door listening into the entire thing. And I saw like a screenshot from Twitter where it was like a thing and it was like Hawks and Best Genius outside. And then a comment was Hawks is a Bakugo Kenny. <laughs> because Bakugo like listened in on the Todoroki drama like way back in the internship arc and so uh, w- way back in like the sports festival yeah. too oh, yeah, the sports festival right okay that's yeah I, I guess both Bakugo and Midoriya listened in in the internship arc but in the sports festival when Bakugo listened in it's like Hawks is a Bakugo Kenny listening in on Todoroki drama. I am 
mildly terrified that I am a Bakugo Kinney. Ma'am, you don't have to be a Bakugo Kinney <laughs> if you don't want to be. <laughs> forced kin. You don't have to force the kin. Did we have- No, we're not going to explain what kinning is. Google it. <laughs> anyway. I uh, We've explained what kinning is have on we? the show sometimes. Sometimes. I think I explained it, like, last- Last episode, I kind of explained what kidding was. Who knows? Anyway, so that's Hawks. He is a messed up man. He's still in his early 20s. He's like 22. It's been, it's been like zero time since, like, he is only a few years older than our main heroes, which is a terrifying thing to think about, because that could have been any of them. That could have been Todoroki, most of all, because, like, it's... Or that could have been, like, Momo, who came from a rich family. That could have been, like, literally any of them. So, yes. Um, Hawks is... So... This stuff is scary. <laughs> a little. Let me just check our time. We're good. Okay, I got time. I got time. We got tons of time. Um, so, first and foremost, Keiko's active isolation from others, especially his peer group, definitely affected his mental growth not being able to act with anyone but his abusive family would have a serious impact on not just his mental health but his social skills like Mm. i I, i've thought about this multiple times like i have this weird super unethical experiment where like what if you just like you take a baby from birth and you just leave them alone like there has been things that have been done like that not by scientists but like that's happened and they found out afterwards yeah these people which, like, makes me really question, because Hawks obviously didn't have an education. Don't think his mom was teaching him. No, I think since he was only, like, a little one when the commission got him, I assume they most likely also taught him things besides the training. They made him into a well-rounded individual. But, like, e- even then, I'm sure they weren't, like, hi, little Kago, go play with children. They were probably, like, time for more abusive training. Yeah, they also probably taught him, like, you know, education. I'm pretty sure he has he has a pretty high intelligence. Yeah, his intelligence is a 5 out of 6. It's an A rank. So, <laughs> I remember seeing Dobby's stats, and they were, like, horrible. They were terrible. He is it was like, a dark himbo. <laughs> dark himbo. <laughs> he's a bad himbo. Yeah, he, he was, like, really dumb. Like, his stamina was super low. He, he's not really a himbo because a himbo implies that he's beefy and he's a stick of a man. He's a... He's not even, like, a twink. He's just homeless. <laughs> he's a... Yeah. Um, so, from noisolation.com, it says, Researchers found that deficits in communication chains in a type of cell called... I don't even know how to pronounce that. I'm going to butcher it. Oleogodendrocytes. In other words, these cells have impaired neuron-to-neuron cell-to-cell communication in the prefrontal cortex. The prefrontal cortex is part of the brain which is associated with a variety of cognitive functions such as planning, higher level thought, and social interaction. By receiving social assistance, studies show that children can cope more easily with high levels of stress. Research has also shown that social support is strongly associated with feelings of mastery and the ability to deal with stressful situations. So the fact that Kago seems to master deception skills pretty easily I don't know. Yeah. I feel like he would have trouble connecting to people, but 
it also makes sense because he would be able to lie a lot easier. He, he is like a bit weird. Like I'm, I'm just thinking back to like uh the the Endeavor internship arc. He is a bit weird with like his three juniors. The you know the Bakugo, Midoriya, and Todoroki. He is a bit weird, but that's mm-hmm. also him trying to sell the part. He's also being listened into. But you know he's and, and also like when you think about um. Uh, the the ceremony for the Billboard Awards, we don't really see him inter. He he like he is a rude man. He is he he's like like yeah. That's like what I was thinking about. Like it's really hard to dis differentiate between what is like a mental illness because this is a manga and I don't think Horikoshi's really looking into no no <laughs> like how neurons would connect he's- in. <laughs> His brain. He is googling. But, he is googling things to me, like okay, like me. <laughs> like, me, like just me thinking from this. Like, he's very rude. That could also him being put on this like person, like persona. this hero persona that he's been forced to create, which that he's like super loud and cool, whatever. And he's also kind of mimicking how much- Endeavor because Endeavor is really rude to his fans. But no, uh, 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 Hawk yeah, is really nice it- to his fans. But, like, he's just kind of, like, during that, specifically the, the, the ceremony, he's, like, very kind of off-standard. He's, like, he's, like, very, like, cocky to Endeavor. Yeah, like, how much is this, him not having proper development, and how much of this was forced by the Hero Commission? Yeah. So, obviously, Keiko would have a lot of emotional stress from his lingering fear of punishment when he would want to go explore it from the outside world. The brain structure would have actually changed. So when children go through abuse, their their brains are still growing when you're kids. So it will actually change the way your brain develops. So from verywellmind.com, decrease, like, this is kind of what happens when, like, how it develops. Mm-hmm. So it's a degree size of the hippocampus, which is memories, which is important for learning and memory. Less volume of the prefrontal cortex, which affects behavior, balancing emotions, and perception. And the overactivity of the of amygdala, which is responsible for processing emotions and determining reactions to potentially stressful or dangerous situations. Like being a hero. Like being a pro hero. Oh boy. So there's other one there's other ones that have to do with brain functioning, but like with physical movements, like a lot of it was like balance and stuff, but I think Hawks is fine with that. Yeah, Hawks is good. Um like he's number two hero. I don't think he has problems with balance. Especially since he's someone who like has the wings so like you know birds probably have very good balance even though he yeah. doesn't have so like, he doesn't like, have the talon feet of a bird he just has normal human feet he's he's probably like, fine so i'm like i'm i'm dismissing those those don't like kind of apply here but those three like especially the last one i'm like hmm hmm <laughs> like the the one the one picture of Miranda Cosgroves <laughs> like interesting oh oh yeah <laughs> so, what would affect his brain due training? What I said, what I said before, is the overacti- overactivity of the amygdala, which is in charge of basically fight or flight. And when you're a superhero, you're gonna be doing that a lot. Ox does both at the same fi- time. He flies and fights at the same time. He flies and fights because he is a um, flying so boy. I, I haven't seen most much of Hawks in a fight. Just that last fight that we had in season four. Yeah. Um, but Midge, you've read the manga. I like, have. how does, how is he in fights? He is like, 
Uh, he's very, like, oh, I guess he's very, he's, he's fast, like, his main thing is speed. He's able to do multiple things at the same time, thanks to his quirk, fierce wings, which lets him control his feathers. He uses his feathers as swords a lot. Um. Like, is he, like, my, my, I guess, like, the real question is, like, like, self-destructive is what I think of. Or is he, like, smart about his tactics? Oh, he's, yeah, no, he, he's smart. I'd say he's smart about his tactics. Uh, going back to that whole five out of six intelligence thing. Um, yeah. And also, I mean, he pretty much managed to... Um, out, not, not necessarily outsmart twice. I don't mean to uh, be mean to my boy twice, but he's not the smartest of the, of the bunch. But still, Hawks is plenty intelligent intelligent and um what's the word i'm looking for he's good at he's good at strategy he's strategic i'd say yeah 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 so like i don't think this would necessarily apply to him but i think it would affect him mm-hmm. in fights um but that might have just been even more honed with intense training yeah but what hawks is essentially was a child soldier mm-hmm. Uh, forced to give up his identity to become like the heroes he idolized which we talked about the dangers of hero worship in like our third episode uh, ever the first one i was in the first one that you were in we talked about how midoriya's midoriya bakugo's hero worship is actually super dangerous yeah i think all of their hero, hero worship is super dangerous even if it's like not hero worship it's like the people who worship stain that's super dangerous yeah, so if if you would like to go take a listen to that, feel free to listen to it on our that that's on Spotify and Google Podcast. Yeah. At Fandom Fair. Same way we spell it here. Um but yeah, that was a really interesting episode. I would actually like to go back and re explore that. Oh yeah, definitely. Even like maybe like when my when my hero like ends, it would just be really interesting to see how those characters have grown from like three years ago when we recorded that. Yeah, like yeah. no, more like two years ago. Yeah. Um so not only would have he already have PTSD from his childhood home, but now would be piled on top of cognitive problems that he would probably be, well, he'd probably have when he was developing. So he basically have anxiety, major depression, anxiety disorder, which is like panic attacks. Um, he would most likely start having severe nightmares and physical conditions such as head and stomach aches. All of this on top of having to save the world on a pretty much daily basis yeah like we never okay the most we've seen hawks relax is when he was having that meal with endeavor and even then i i can't quite remember it because i haven't watched the ending of season four in a in a hot minute and i i definitely haven't read those chapters in forever because like two years ago i think at the same time he was still doing like hero work (laughs) with his feathers I don't quite remember, but I feel like that would absolutely be something yeah. he does. He would, he would be technically, he, he would be relaxing, but he's also still doing stuff with, like, his feathers, because he can just, he, he's essentially a telepath with his feathers. Yeah, like, I don't think he would be able to really relax that much. Which is, like, the world he's trying to build, but he's a, it's a world he's trying to build, but will he ever be able to actually live in that world? Probably not. Yeah. He'll probably die. Before yeah, I mean, yeah, but whatever. Um, I meant hypothetically. Samantha. But like he would, which like the the depression would make sense because like he would probably definitely try to hide it. Yeah. 
I think anyone who lives in My Hero has some sort of anxiety disorder. It is a terrifying world where every day, especially now since uh like pro heroes are packing away, one of the one someone in the top ten has retired, agencies are moving away, and citizens are like left to fend for themselves. Oh yeah, people are gonna develop some anxiety. I I would really like to do um another character study on Bakugo. Oh yeah, yeah Bakugo. Because he is. Baku is a really interesting character when it comes to, like, um, like, complexes. Like, this boy has, like, 14 different complexes. <laughs> plus, like, anxiety. Yeah. And, yeah, no, like, yeah. I, I, okay, back to, back to Mr. Birdman, <laughs> please. So, going back to social issues, he would face. Hawks is already the number two hero. He's being put next to veterans when he's only, what, like, early 20s. Yeah, like, the closest person in his age group is Maruko, and we don't even know how they really interact past what we're gonna get hopefully in the beginning of season 5. And they didn't really talk, I think, during that ceremony. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, he's already struggling to identify with his peers due to lack of social interaction when he was a kid, and he would have a harder time interacting with pros his age because of the aforementioned hero worship. Mm. That they would think that Hawks is simply on a pedestal too high for them to even, like, talk with. Oh, yeah, because he's number two. Like... Because he's number two. You know, you're, like, native... What is it, like, number 57? I don't know. Native... Native, we don't even know. know. Yeah. Like, pro heroes who are still pretty fresh in the pot... Like... Would have a hard time talking to Hawks. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, for say, our three boys, Midoriya, Bakugo, and Todoroki, who we see directly um, interact with them. I don't quite remember, but I'm sure Midoriya was freaking out his bean. Because <laughs> it's the number And, like, even then, like, that's not that much of, that's not that big of a... Age gap. An age gap. Yeah. Like, they're in their mid to late teens, and Hawks is in his early 20s. yeah. And they, you know, they would already be such a social disconnect, which would make it even harder for Hawks mm-hmm. to talk to people. Um, but we also see him in, like, the uh, the Billboard Awards. Yeah, yeah. I said the Hero show Award shows or whatever. Yeah, that. That he has, like, this this larger-than-life personality, most likely him adopting due to the Hero Commission telling him to do so, to cover up his mental health issues. Because everyone does this. Uh, you just you just cover up your mental health issues by being funny. <laughs> That's it. That's the coping mechanism. <laughs> That's the coping mechanism. Is Listen, I said, saw this great TikTok. It was like, did I learn how to be stronger for my trauma? No, but I'm funny as hell. <laughs> but now, I want to talk about his double life. Him as a spy. Oh boy. It would really affect his crippling mental health. <laughs> but unsurprisingly, a lot of psychopaths are spies. Oh, or rather, a lot of spies are psychopaths. Oh, great. Where did I learn this? From CIA, from the CIA <laughs> website, of course. Of course. That's exactly where you learned it from. Tell them the real one. No, that is... What? I googled psychology of spies and the first thing that came up was this paper that was from CIA.com. <laughs> I don't think that's correct. Or .gov, rather. <laughs> that's so <what I> <laughs> 
that's how I found, like, oh, I guess. The CIA knows. <laughs> I guess the CIA has a lot of psychopaths. At least, at least they're, um, at least, they, at least they acknowledge it. So, from psychiatricstimes.com, a psychopath has traits of superficial charm, high intelligence, poor judgment, and failure to learn from experience, pathological egocentricity, and incapacity for love, lack of remorse or shame, impulsivity, grandiose sense of self-worth, pathological lying, and manipulative behavior. Rip to all the people who want to kiss Hawks, he's incapable of feeling love. Well, mm, let's see. Well, some of them fit him. The superficial charm, say... You know, that's just like his pretty much border personality of is being charming, but I don't, I don't know how superficial it is. I'd say Hawks is pretty intelligent. He had the five out of six. He's a five out of six. Pretty smart boy. He's no, he's no President Mike with that six out of six, but that's six out of six, and he teaches English. <laughs> and he, he's a radio host. Any radio host. He's, this man has three I guess, jobs. <laughs> like you know. Hawks could come up with plans on the fly, no pun intended. Mm. Actually, very much pun intended. <laughs> I wouldn't say he has poor judgment or doesn't learn because he kind of has to Dada. to live. Like, you can't be a hero and then just keep making the same mistakes. <laughs> Bakugo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Midoriya. Stop throwing yourself into the fire. We're gonna keep doing it. We can't stop them. Um, and, like, with egocentrism, you can't really be egocentric for this job. Like. Uh, mm, endeavor? Well, what, like, I don't know how egocentric he is because he does save people. Like, egocentrism would be, like, he would rather put himself above other people. Okay, there's... Right, you you started reading Vigilantes, Captain Celebrity. I only read the first okay, volume. Okay, so I Captain Celebrity is like this American hero comes to Japan, pretty much just to like boost his fame. I guess I haven't read those chapters of Vigilantes in a while, but yeah, I, I, he's probably the closest thing we got. Pretty much what Stain to someone who's like egocentric. Yeah, Stain is what Stain thinks heroes are. Heroes who do it only for the fame and the money. Yeah, like, so, like, that one hero that you mentioned that, like, kind of left when things got bad, like, that would be, like, egocentrism. Yeah, I don't think it's... Like, Hawks doesn't have that because he, in... I'm gonna bring up Heroes Rising. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he came back and he helped... He put himself in the way to help Tobiyami. Good boy. Um, So, like, you can't, like, if you're a true hero, you can't be really egocentric. Yeah. But this boy does know how to lie and manipulate. Oh, yep. <laughs> While being undercover, tricking nearly all the League of Villains, with the exception of Dobby. Oh, yeah. Maybe Shigaraki, I don't know. Or Compress is a possibility. And definitely not. The, he definitely didn't trick the MLA. They were definitely completely suspicious of him. Obviously. Because, yes, you're... They're, they're, but I, I'd say he I'd say he tricked, like, you know, obviously twice. He probably tricked Togo. Yeah. Uh, probably not. Maybe not compress. Maybe not compress. I don't think Shigaraki would fall for it. Wait, so Shigaraki was mainly out. Was mainly like not around because he was like. Yeah, like he didn't really have a lot of interaction with him. He had to see a lot, which is sad. Um, but I I think the key thing that distinguishes him from a psychopath is remorse, yeah. because he does show reluctance to kill twice, in which a psychopath really wouldn't hesitate to do something. That, like, 
you know, that big. Like, like Dobby. So, yes. Like Dobby. Like, Dobby has... He shows no remorse in killing. He wants to kill his own blood. Like, in, like he wants to kill Todoroki. Yeah. Even though he's pretty much innocent. Maybe working for a corrupt system, but... He is child. You know, I don't think... Shoto sees how bad the hero, like, hero society can be. Yeah. I, I, I want Todoroki to acknowledge his privilege. That'd be great. <laughs> I want him to acknowledge Todoroki his privilege. Todoroki has an Eat the Rich arc. Please. <laughs> Ochako's entire arc is just Eat the Rich. <laughs> So yes, Hawks does possess some of the traits, but he's not a psychopath. Yeah. Really someone who's been abused and used for all of his life. Um, for the gain of someone or some people one way or another. Yeah. So yeah. Like everyone's always like I, I think the two big ones that, you know, people were like, Oh, or is he a psychopath or a sociopath? Mm. Hawks is not those because the the big distinguisher between those is like, can you show remorse? Uh. And he does. Good for him. So yeah, I think that's. Do, do we have to fill up any more time or? Yeah, yeah. Let's try and let's. I mean, we can talk about like our general feelings about Mr. Hawks himself. Um, I mean, I haven't read the manga, yeah. so I've only really gotten like what his five-minute screen time in Heroes Rising, and then and the two like episodes. the last two episodes of season four. I, I don't know. I think he's a little overrated, but I also haven't really gotten the full scope besides from what you've told me. Yeah. Ow, I just hit my head. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I tried doing this cool thing where I was going to, like, because I was sitting on my knees, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this cool thing where I'm going to, like, lift myself up to sit on my my butt. Yeah. Um, and then I just hit my head on my bed. <laughs> you forgot the bed was there? Um, I forgot the pole to... The, yeah, I thought the bed was a little bit higher because I'm kind of, like... Hunchback right now. Ah. Um, but I know Hawks is one of your favorite characters. Hawks is, I, well, what? Hawks is good. Um, <laughs> I get. I. I've never really. I do acknowledge that Hawks is a very hot, but um, <laughs> that is just Horikoshi making con- making several conventionally attractive characters in, in a manga series. Almost all of his characters are conventionally attractive. Except present Mike, which people will still simp over. I've, we we got a good Mike moment in these past when his hair was actually down. Oh my god, yes. Which I I just wanna say I love that Aizawa was literally just all of Horikoshi's insecurities and everyone simps for him. I love Aizawa. I know, like, I've seen so many lesbians on TikTok where, like, I am a lesbian, but I would, like, marry this man in an instant. <laughs> but anyway, Hawks, uh, like, really, what he, what interests me about Hawks is very much all of the intricacies about how he is a double agent, but he's also a hero, and then very much his relationship with Dobby interests me, not in a shipping way, but more of, there's this hero, and he has to deal with working with this villain who also happens to be the son of his of his idol which is insane to think about oh yeah yeah that's that's pretty crazy i didn't really think of it like that which i didn't 
Hawks was like, oh my god, like, he, like Hawks no. went to Endeavor's like, no? No, 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 no. Hawks uh, only found out about Toya, who, who Dobby was, uh, during the Paranormal Liberation Front uh, war arc. And he hadn't seen Endeavor that entire time. He's only just seeing Endeavor now, which, uh, from the leaks that I've seen of 302. So, he hasn't gotten the chance to talk to oh, Endeavor. I think it, it must have been, like, people's, like, it must have been people's theories that, like, Hawks was gonna, like, flip out on Endeavor. We don't know yet, but based on what he said at the end of 301, uh, 299, 300, I don't know quite which one, but, um... He's like, I'm gonna help, and so I didn't realize that Hawks meant this by he's gonna help Endeavor, but according to the wiki, he's gonna help Endeavor by revealing his entire backstory to the world, which I don't know how I feel uh, about that. Okay. <laughs> I don't see how that's gonna help, yeah, but okay. Like, it's just gonna make people hate the Hero Commission even more. I think it's gonna worsen things overall. If you're like, hey, the Hero Commission essentially, um... Uh, made me into a child soldier, soldier from like a baby age. That's not gonna get, especially since the Hero Commission has shut down effectively. Cause Redestro Re- Re- was like, I'm gonna beat people up. That's something he did, and I completely forgot he did, even though it was like two chapters ago. Um, so like the commission's like there's nothing holding the world together, especially since All Might's gone. And, like, there's this one panel from the manga where it's the All Might statue at Ground Zero, which should have been Bakugo's name, Ground Zero, but, um... Yeah, still will never be not mad about that. Yeah, yeah whatever. But it's the, it's the All Might statue down there, and on it is, it, there's, like, a sign slung over it which says, I am not here. Which, I mean, has been obvious for, yeah, like, I, I months. Yeah, I saw some, uh, some, uh, screenshots of that. Yeah, which has been obvious for months that All Might is no longer here to protect anyone since he's retired. But, um, but it's more obvious now since, what, what, several prisons have been broken into. All for One is back, effectively, even if he is currently in Shigaraki's body, recovering. Um, Endeavor has been besmirched by his own son, um, several heroes have retired, agencies are moving away from towns, the world's in chaos, and it's like, hey, it's like, I, I feel like nothing about that's gonna put a lot in poor Toshinori, who's like, I can't do anything about this, Toshinori, who's just watching from UA's offices with Aerie as this all went down, and he's like, I can't do anything about this. Yeah. What's he supposed poor Toshi, to do? I love him. Like, what's he supposed to do? He, he doesn't have any power anymore. That's just going to put more pressure on Midoriya now because he is All Might's successor. He is supposed to be the next person who can say, I am here, and people will smile and be like, yep, there's our hero. Also, not so cool anymore now, Midoriya. <laughs> Midoriya, oh, you in your coma. He's in a coma. <laughs> Yeah. We like we get a little a little smidgen of Midoriya in the coming up chapter, but it's really just a flashback to him, pretty much bringing Todoroki from that possible state where he could have been turned into a Dobby figure, with the whole sports festival. Which thank you, Midoriya. We could have had two of them. Thank <laughs> thank God we did not have two of them. <laughs> I I just completely. completely 
completely left field um, <laughs> from my hero. Yes. Did you see the new Batman trailer? I did not see Sorry, that. Justice League trailer? Oh, that. Yes, I did. We live in a society. Where, where Jared Leto's Joker says we live in a society. I think this is actually sort of prevalent towards what we're talking about because it is a society. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the meme. He says, I watched it. As, pretty much, not as soon as it came out, but I, I, I think I'd seen it on Twitter. It's like, I hadn't realized it actually came out. I thought I was still being like, hey, the tw- it's coming out soon. Trailer. And I'm like, oh, it came out. And I watched it. And at the very end, Jerry Little's Joker looking nothing like how he looked in Suicide Squad. More like, more Heath Ledger, but I feel like more lipstick. Yeah. So more like a combo of <laughs> Ledger and Phoenix's Joker's. It's just like we live in a society, but he's like in Batman's dystopian nightmare. I'm gonna watch the Justice yeah. League movie just to laugh at it. Yeah, Cameron looks at me, my roommate. Yes. He goes, he goes, oh my god, Joker said we live in a society. I'm like, haha, yeah, we live in a society. He goes, no, <laughs> it's in the trailer. <laughs> and then I said to him, I said to him later, I go, why don't why didn't they just get Joaquin Phoenix again? Because Joaquin Phoenix was a good Joker. He goes, I don't know. He's like, this seems super cartoony to have yeah. <laughs> like Joaquin Phoenix a super serious Joker yeah. be like, we live As in a society. society. It's also because Jared Which, Leto is the DC movie, like the the main DC universe movie Joker, and Joaquin Phoenix is Joker is a completely different universe. I just feel like it's more in line with the Batman movie, the, the Robert Pattinson one mm-hmm. that's coming out soon. So it wouldn't make yeah. sense to have Joaquin Phoenix there when it's already been established that Jared Leto is the Joker of that universe, even if he is a but bad one. But I don't one. want Jared Leto. I don't. I also don't want Jared Leto because he's a bad Joker. <laughs> he's not. No one likes Jared Leto's some Joker do for some odd reason. Why? Those are it's bad. Snyder fanboys. That's why. Uh, <laughs> this is. Um, I'm sorry. This is an anti-Zack Snyder household. Um... <laughs> I don't like him. I don't like... But yeah, I, I I wanted to mention that he said we live in a society and I lost it. Which, to be fair, yeah. in in Joker, Joaquin Phoenix said, we live in a society, but it, there wasn't, like, a pause that yeah. Jared Leto did. I mean, it, so, it was the end I'm of like, a trailer. You can't blame him for it. I'm like, if... I'm like, you know the person edited that trailer knows about the meme. Of course. I'll tell you how that scene goes when I watch it. I have HBO Max, so I might as well. No, yeah, I'm... I don't know. Cameron has HBO Max. I don't know if we're gonna watch it. Mm. It's gonna, it's um, gonna be a we long were, we, we never watched it. We were supposed to watch, um... Willy's Wonderland. Oh, With yeah. Nick Cage. Right. I, this weekend... I saw the trailer. Uh, we, it looks so bad but it's like definitely one of those movies that's like so bad it's good yeah it's a FNAF it's essentially a FNAF parody in and of itself of the FNAF parody before we even get the FNAF movie are we gonna get a FNAF movie I showed Cameron the um like one of the most recent game theories Mm. for FNAF where it's like listen I love Scott Cawthon I give him like so much kudos for not selling out to like EA or something, which he could have done years ago, and he makes all the games himself. But it's just so convoluted. Now, like, there's, like, weird soul juice called Remnant. Right. That 
it's like getting really sci-fi and I'm like man I wish I miss when it was just about children murders in the 80s that was a good plot but we, we've come up with it we've come up with our own game theory that every time Matt Pat gets something right he Scott Cawthon changes the whole series see, see, there, because he does he doesn't want Matt Pat to be right. There, there are two sides of the spectrum. Scott Cawson, who changes something every time the fandom or Matt Pat gets it right, and Horikoshi, who still kept the t- Dobby as a Todoroki theory and kept it and kept that plot twist. The sides of the spectrum and kept that plot twist for like the past like five years. Yeah, the sides of the spectrum. Um, but did <laughs> I got like four minutes left or like two minutes? About. Do you know about the Matt Pat M Prague canon? I don't know if I want to talk about this. <laughs> Which, it's basically, this in one of the new books uh-huh. for FNAF, uh-huh. there's a character named uh, Matt, oh, yeah. and he gives, like, he, he cuts his stomach open to, like, give birth to a spring trap. No, now I know what you're talking about. Um, I told Cameron that, he's like, that's it, Scott Cawthon hates Matt, <laughs> he hates Matt Pat. God, we have a minute left, let's just wrap this up, but I did Okay. You, you you do the oh, you do the socials. Okay, so that was it from us, the fandom fair. So if you <laughs> if you want to check us out on social media, on Twitter we are f a n d o m f a r e fandom fair, and then on Instagram you just take an underscore, you put it between the M and the F, so it's f a n d o m underscore f a r e. If only we had the full fandom fair, but someone stole it. Uh, and if you would like to listen to previous episodes, or just want to keep in touch with us on all of our episodes, we're fan- just fandom fair on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud, but SoundCloud only has the top four episodes because I'm not paying for the extra space. <laughs> we're going to go now. Yep. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>